Are you a driven, ambitious go-getter who knows that your life was made for more? You have this God-given stirring in you to do big things and know that your network marketing business plays a role in fulfilling that purpose? If so, you're in the right place. Hi friend, welcome to the Legacy Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Monique Scripp, wife, mom of three boys, speaker, and top business coach for network marketers. I'm also the co-creator of the course Multiply 2.0, a 12-week coaching program for those who want to scale their business in a sustainable way. I've worked with some of the top teams in direct sales to help them get results, and I'm here to help you. What if your purpose was beyond your paycheck and rank, but you were being positioned to leave a legacy through leading your team? I am on a mission to show you how network marketing can be done differently, how you have a life-changing platform, how you can overcome your roadblocks, have systems for success, and to give you the bold confidence to become the legacy leader. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going right into our topic, which is four ways to overcome overwhelm. So I don't know if you are anything like me, but we are, as I'm recording this, we're in August and it is like all hands on deck. Life has gotten crazy, all the things, all the activities. So, you know, back to school. I have three kids who are in sports, we're involved in youth group and all the things, right? And so some of you may be thinking to yourself, I feel overwhelmed. If you have said that to yourself, if you have thought that, and you're thinking, how do I lessen my load? How do I take things off my plate? How do I stop feeling so overwhelmed? So if that is you, I'm excited for us to have this conversation today because I feel like I have solutions to give you, to help you to think about this differently, okay? So I'm going to give you practically today four ways to overcome overwhelm, all right? So the very first way, very first thing you need to do is you need to decide what are your priorities. You need to actually sit down and write down what are my priorities? What are the things that are most important? What are the things that you hold of highest value? What are the experiences or relationships or the things in your life that are of most importance? And the reason why this is the very first thing that you do is because in order to overcome overwhelm, you have to categorize and figure out, all right, what are the things I'm spending time on that really aren't that valuable, that really don't drive my business forward or help my family in any way, but they're really time suckers? And then what are the other things that are of high value and of high importance? And the things that you want to make sure, I've heard this analogy before that, you know, it's kind of like you're juggling these balls in the air and there are plastic balls and then there are glass balls. And if you think about, okay, if you drop one of the plastic balls, it's really not that big of a deal. You can pick it right back up. It doesn't have a lot of damage. But if you drop the glass ball, you know, there's damage and there's a, an effect and a consequence to doing that. And so in life, you know, maybe that's parenting, maybe it's, you know, relationships, maybe it's the things that are vital in your business. And so if you drop the things that are most important, there can be consequences to that. And so making sure that you are prioritizing. So that is the very first thing is to decide for yourself what is it that you hold in most importance? Actually write it down and then 
take the things that are of least importance that take up your time and remove them. Okay. Remove them from your calendar, remove them. Sometimes People think it's very hard to get out of commitments or to say no. I feel like I have come to a place in my life where I'm like, I have no problem telling somebody no. I have no problem not going to something that does not serve the season that I'm in and serve what's best for my family and what's best for our business. And I really want you to get to that place too, where you prioritize yourself. You prioritize the things of high value. And the thing, I'm not talking about not being a good friend or not being a dependable person, but I'm just talking about there are certain things that sometimes they take up your calendar, but they're not serving you in any way. So really sit down and think about what are those things, okay? Then sit down and look at, all right, what are all of the things that you do throughout a day, okay? So this gets to number two. So number one is decide what is most important and list out your priorities. Number two is to time block and have weekly meetings with yourself, all right? Time block and have weekly meetings with yourself. One of the things that I feel like has helped me significantly with getting organized is to have business hours. I have said this so many times on the podcast about setting business hours, treating your business like a business. If you showed up at work, if you had a boss, you would have hours. Your boss would say, you are late to work. Or your boss would say, you cannot get off until this time, right? Because you have business hours. And so do the exact same thing for your business. Now, I'm not saying you have to work eight hours a day, 10 hours a day or anything like that, but you do need to have designated time that you commit to working. Also, one of the things I talk a lot about is really honoring your family and prioritizing that time. And as a mom, so I'm sure a lot of you who are listening are, you're working your business, you're doing all the things, but you're also maybe working a full-time job and maybe you have three, four kids and you're like, okay, but how do I juggle all of this? So one of the best ways that you do that is by time blocking. So instead of saying, oh man, life is so chaotic. We have all these things go, going on. Stop and get yourself organized and say, okay, from this time to this time, this is when I'm going to work my business. If you have littles that are home, do you need to set up childcare? Do you need to Take them to, you know, maybe your parent can watch them, whatever it is, but have designated time to work and then have designated time for your family. And, and I'm not talking about spending time with your family. That's a separate thing. But I'm talking about if you're a mom, there are so many tasks. Okay, before this uh, podcast today. I already had like three things. I'm like, okay, I need to set an appointment for this child. I need to follow up with this teacher. I need to call about this. Okay, so there are already things that I've done today for my children that need to get done. So if you are a mom, you're gonna have taking your kids to the dentist, taking your kids to a doctor's appointment. Somebody gets sick and you have this, like all of these things that may come up. And so making sure that you have margin in there. And sometimes when you have that space, like I have my Google calendar is color coded. Okay, so everything involving my kids is red. So sometimes I may have blocked off red space and I don't necessarily know how I'm going to spend that, but anything that may come up throughout the week, I know, okay, on this time, I'm going to stop and I'm going to take care of anything involving my kids, anything that I need to call and make appointments, any place I need to take them, any errands I need to run for them. You know, a kid needs a, a pair of um, something for a sports team, whatever it is, like you do it in that margin. And so in your time blocking, you have your work hours, you have the things that you need to do for your family. 
you have actually spending time with your family. And then you also have your personal time, like your time investing back in yourself. So for me, I color code this in my calendar orange. Okay. This is my personal development time. So this may be time where I'm reading. This may be time where I just go out to lunch with a friend personal time. This may be, I'm a big proponent of therapy. You've heard me say that several times on the podcast. So all of those are built into my calendar. All right. And then you're going to have weekly meetings with yourself where you plan ahead. And if you're married, this is also where you bring your spouse in. I would say first you stop and look and say, okay, what are the things? So if I'm looking on Sunday night and I know, okay, Monday night, I have one kid has therapy. Tuesday night, they have this Bible study. Wednesday night, they have youth group. Thursday night, football game. This is literally our week this week. Um, so you sit there on Sunday and you look at the week ahead and say, okay, what are the things that are going on? All right, can I stop and can I make dinner for the next three nights? So that way, when we're going back and forth from you know school to sports to this, I can really quickly have this ready to go. Or can we plan on, you know, me and Matt delegating? All right, can you get the kids this day? Can you take a kid here? If you stop and you plan it out, I promise you it is going to help you significantly throughout your week. You do not want to be just defensive. You want to be offensive, meaning you want to be proactive. You want to plan ahead. You don't want to just wait for the overwhelm and the chaos and say, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. Life is so busy. I'm trying to run my business and I have three kids and I don't know how, how I'm going to have time for this and this and this. No, be proactive. You are a CEO. You are a business owner. Be proactive and plan ahead. Nothing is a surprise. You know, uh, Dave Ramsey has a saying about, um, he says Christmas is not a surprise when he talks about people who, um, you know, put all this uh, stuff on credit cards at Christmas is it's not a surprise like it comes every single year, you know it you plan for it all those kinds of things. And so it's this, the same thing goes for your schedule. Yes, there are things that come up unexpectedly. I had a child yesterday who dislocated his knee unexpectedly. That was not in the calendar. That was not color coded, right? It was not planned. But, and this is going to get into point four. Because I leave margin throughout my day, I'm not overwhelmed when those things come up, okay? So make sure, number two, time block and have weekly meetings with yourself. Number three is to delegate, all right? So delegate. Stop trying to do everything by yourself. So you may immediately be thinking, when I say delegate, you may immediately be thinking, well, I can't do that because I can't afford to do that. Okay, maybe you're thinking of paid ways of paying for an assistant, paying for a house cleaner, paying for um, whatever it is. But you don't necessarily have to pay to delegate. You can ask your children, hey, can we all pitch in and from now on, can you take charge of emptying the dishwasher? You ask another child, can you take responsibility for emptying the garbage can whenever it's full? Can you do this? Can you do that? Like get your family involved, ask your spouse, you know, if both of you are working and you can say, Hey, can you do these things? And I'll do these things. And you're, it's not all falling on your shoulders. So yes, there are absolutely things that you can pay for and services that you can invest in, but you can also get creative and think of ways where you don't have to do it all by yourself. If you are leading your team, you don't have to lead all of your team calls. You don't have to do all of your trainings. You don't have to do, you know, sharing about the business opportunity calls. 
get people involved, delegate those things. It also gives people a position of leadership when you are delegating it. They take pride in their job because they think, oh, okay, this person has asked me to be responsible for this. And so they feel a sense of pride in being able to do that. And so stop trying to do everything by yourself. When you delegate with others, delegate things to others, also keep in mind that it will not get done the way that you would do it. So instead of expecting perfection, just recognize when I'm delegating, I'm getting hours back, okay? So that's number three. And then number four is to create margin in your day, okay? I'm gonna say this again for the people in the back. Create margin in your day. So one of the things I do is, yes, I have my schedule together, and organized and I know what I'm going into at each day and in each week, but I also have space. So if I have, you know, an hour Zoom call, I may leave a 15 minute margin before the next call because here's what might happen is I may go over a little bit or the person may have something super pressing um, that they wanna talk about or, you know, I may need to stop and go use the restroom or get some water or whatever. And I'm not going to have, I don't have my schedule just back to back to back to back. There's margin, even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, there's margin in between. So I can stop and take a breather before I go on to the next client, to the next thing. Same thing with the time from when I work my day, you've heard me talk about my business hours. I've shared that up. I work when my kids are at school and then I pick them up. I'm done working. Um, at a certain time and I go pick them up, but I create margin in between where, okay, when I finish, I can stop and say, okay, let me take a breather. Let me take a breath. Let me get some water. And then I go to the second half of my day, which is school pickup, which is sports, which is dinner, which is youth group, like all homework, all the things that happen the second half of, of our day. And I know not everybody who listens to the podcast is a mom, but I would say probably about 80, 90% of you are moms. Like you are that person who you're working your job and then you're taking care of your kids. And so, you know, if you're feeling a sense of overwhelm, start asking yourself, do I have margin? And what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to say no to other things. Instead of trying to fill every second of your day, have purposeful margin time, have purposeful time where you are not scheduled every second, where you can, you know, Matt comes home every day for lunch where I can stop in and say, Hey, how was your, how's your morning going? How are things? You know, you have a second in your day before you go back to the next thing. You know, I, I also feel like when I look at the life of Christ, you know, I think he is such an example of somebody who was present. And when something came up, he had the ability to stop and to talk to people. I think about like um, the woman, if you know the story in the Bible about the woman who had a bleeding problem and Jesus was off, he was on assignment. He was off to go heal um, Jairus's daughter. This is a story in the, the Bible. And as he's on his way, he feels somebody touch his cloak. And he says, who touched me? And um, this woman had this bleeding problem for years and he felt her touch him and he stopped and he looked at the woman and he he took care of that situation. He wasn't in such a hurry to go to the next thing, to go to his next assignment, his next thing that he didn't stop and take care of what was needed. Same thing with the story about the woman the, at the well is 
he was on his way somewhere. He was going somewhere. He was doing something. And he stopped and he gave someone attention and he helped somebody. And I think this is especially important because we, and this is one of the reasons I stopped working in the evenings is because I noticed that I would be trying to do all these things. And my kids would also be trying to tell me something important. Hey mom, I really want to talk to you about this. Or hey mom, you know, this th big things that I was missing because I was trying to get more work in or trying to, you know, I was on my phone again or whatever it is. Instead of leaving enough margin, leaving enough room where I could listen and I could be present and I could hear a frustration that they had that day or something exciting that happened in that day or something they did out on the football field or something like that because it's creating that margin and leaving that margin, okay? So I shared an episode, I think one of the very first episodes, so it's been two years ago, I shared a story about how I had gone off on one of my kids and how I was so angry and I was so upset with him one morning on the way to school. And this is when, um, this, okay, this has been several years, but the story happened several years ago when I was still working my full-time job. And I shared in that podcast episode, I talked about how, one of the reasons why I was really struggling with anger at that time was because I did not have margin. I went from one thing to the next thing to, it was dropping the kids off and making it to my job on time then going straight from there to picking them up and getting into the homework and the dinner and all the sports. And I had no margin in between. And one of the things I talked about was that, that led me to be really um, short tempered because they would make me late. The kids would make me late to work. And so, you know, when somebody forgot their shoe or left their backpack in the house or forgot their lunch or something, and I had to go back and, you know, there was no room, there was no margin. And so I recognized I had to take ownership of my short temperedness, but I also recognized Monique, why don't you create margin? Why don't you create a life of margin? Why don't you make sure you have that room and you have that space? So this leads into the last thing I wanted to talk to you about is if you are a network marketer, if you are somebody in direct sales and you have started your business and maybe it's not a full-time business yet, or you're not there yet with it, I want to encourage you to keep pushing through because one of the things that happens when you have your own business, when you're an entrepreneur, whether it's a direct sales business or you start another business it allows you to set your own hours, to create your own hours, to be your own boss in the sense that you can work when you want to work and you can stop working when you want to, and you can intentionally create margin. And I think there are so many moms out there who are distracted. You're so busy hustling after this, going after that, going after this, and you're not leaving enough margin for your family. And when I think about the glass balls versus the plastic balls, when I think about what I just said in point one about your priorities, your family, your marriage, your household, those are the glass balls. Those are the things that are most important. And so when you're, when you have all this overwhelm, all these things are going on and you're dropping these important balls, you're dropping the things that are important, you're missing the boat. And so why I am so passionate about helping network marketers or helping people get started with their own business is because I know for myself this was the thing that created margin. This was the thing that helped me to stop feeling like life was so overwhelming that I didn't have a second. I remember when I worked full time, I remember I would say all the time to Matt, 
there are not enough hours in the day. Like there are not, enough. I mean, I'd wake up, oh man, there are not enough hours in the day today. At the end of the day, I'd say, I didn't get everything done. There are not enough hours in the day. I would say that over and over again. And then I realized I have the freedom to change that. I have the freedom to create what I want to create. So if you are someone who you've been frustrated with your business, you're like, is this going to work? Am I going to be able to make this? I want to encourage you to keep going, keep pushing, keep pursuing, because on the other side of that is a life where you can create margin. You do not have to be overwhelmed. Okay. Something that I am doing on September 15th at 12 p.m. Central Time is if you are someone, so this is not necessarily for network marketers, unless you're a network marketer that is wanting to add something additional um, onto what you're doing. I don't, don't want you to replace what you are doing. But if you are someone who you have been thinking about and considering starting a coaching business, I am doing a masterclass called How to Leave a Legacy Through Coaching on September the 15th. So it's going to be at 12 p.m. Central Time. I will add the registration link in the show notes. But this is for the person who you are looking for a way to do something from home. And you are looking for a way to start a coaching business. I've been asked by several people over the last couple of years, Monique, how did you get started? How did you start your coaching business? How do you price it? How do you find clients? Like, how do you do that? And so I've decided that I am putting that into a masterclass. So if that is something that interests you, if you have been thinking, you know, what can I do from home? How can I create margin? How can I create something that allows me to be that present mom, to be flexible? But how can you do it where you're making a full-time income? That's the goal is it's not something that's, a stressor on your family, but it's something that adds to your family. So I'm going to be sharing all of my secrets in a six-step process on September the 15th. If that is anything that you want to be invited to, you can reach out to me, Monique at MoniqueScript.com, or you can click the link in the show notes where I have a registration where you can go on and register. But I want to encourage you to stop living a life of overwhelm. Thank you so much for listening to the Legacy Leader Podcast. If this episode blessed you, can I ask you to leave a five-star review and share on Instagram and Instagram stories? You can tag me at at Monique Script Coaching, and you may be part of our weekly giveaway. For more ways for us to connect, go to moniquescript.com.